What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back to Series Sundays, where we talk all about one single series, chock full of spoilers. If you have not watched this series yet, you will be spoiled. This is your official warning. We will not put timestamps. We will not tell you what we're spoiling because we're talking about everything. So either hop on over to YouTube, which is where this particular series is located for international fans, and watch it. Highly recommend. It's super fun. Or just let yourself be spoiled and have a fun little discussion with us. Yes. I'm super excited because I would have to say this might be my new favorite series. Uh, And this is Fish Upon the Sky, or as it's affectionately called, Butts. Butts. (laughs) Butts. It was produced by GMMTV and like Ayla said, it's on YouTube, 12 episodes, Gosh, it's a fun watch. I've already like started rewatching it. It's like gonna be my love mechanics. It's like my go back to because it's so sweet and fluffy and just wonderful. It's sugar coated sugar, just like oh. another series that's going on right now. It's- Gotta love these like summery sugar coated sugar springtime like whatever series. Yeah, into it. So it stars Puwin as P, Pond as Mork. Neo is Dune uh, and Lewis. <laughs> is it Lewis or is it Louis? I feel like on the variety shows, I've heard it multiple ways. Somebody comment and say, I was watching School Rangers and they okay. were like, Louis, Louis, Louis. Oh, interesting. Do you think it's a Thai pronunciation? Because that's the funny thing about Thai pronunciation of like these English nicknames. Not necessarily because <laughs> as a directioner, Obviously, I know that Louis is Louis. Like, oh right, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I haven't even like looked into that. Anyways, uh, Louis is mean. And the synopsis before we get into the good stuff: P has a crush on one of the hottest students in the Allied Health Scientist Department, but since he is not confident enough about his looks, he is helpless. At least until Dune and his friends help him get a makeover to boost his confidence. When P finally has the guts to approach his crush, he meets his love rival, Mork. P tries to surpass Mork in everything to get the attention of Nan, but he is not lucky enough to beat him. However, everything changes as P starts to feel a different set of feelings towards Mork, making things more complicated. Complicated. Such a good synopsis. I feel like it truly gives you no information yet tells you what to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, I actually loved Fish Upon the Sky. I know that not everyone did. There were kind of some like conflicting thoughts about this one in terms of like, is it a good series, quote unquote, good series. And I think that's just people being like, you know, everyone's a critic. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, it's sugar-coated sugar. It's super fun. It's highly ridiculous in so many different ways. Yeah. But I personally think that's what makes a good series is like, did you have fun watching it? Was it fun? Totally. And I mean, there are so many series out there like that. That's like, okay, if we were to sit down and like, analyze you know page by page the dialogue and the plot and the whatever which is kind of what we're doing here right but under this like microscope of like is it 
critically a good show. There are so many series that are not, but that I had so much fun watching. Yes. And this is one of those. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think this plot is like fun and fresh, but it again has all the tropes that you know and love. And it's just like, yeah, it's just a fun watch. And I actually really loved this series after like I kind of finished it because it I watched it as it came out like week by week. And so it was definitely one of those that like it took a little bit of time before you really got into it because there's like a little makeover and then there's like a switch up of like who's into who and uh, and the side couple takes a little bit to get into. And so I would definitely say it's a nice binge because watching it week by week, I was like, okay, I need something to happen already. Like it it feels like it takes a minute to like really get into it. Yeah. I don't know. I binged it. Um, I literally sat around waiting until the last episode came out to binge it. So I didn't have that problem. (laughs) Um, you know, I think one thing that I liked a lot about it is I, I didn't get that same feeling that there was like a switch up because like you said, the tropes are pretty well defined. So I like, I knew what, like what was coming literally within the first episode. I was like, okay, I see what's happening here, which is not a bad thing. So yeah, I don't know that I had that experience. I liked it from start to finish. I was like, this is fun. This is fluffy. One thing to note about it is that all of the actors are very young. So young. And particularly Puin, who plays P, who is so adorable. Like, I just want to, like, I hope every day I wake up and I hope that someone has offered him, like, a snack after school and has told him to wear his sunscreen and, like, gave him a hat before he left the house. Like, this is what I hope for him. him Totally. Yeah. Like, I do not have maternal instinct, but my maternal instinct like only goes as far as Puin. Right, like right. this kid. And what's so funny about him is that he 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 just turned 18 um like a couple weeks ago, something like that. Right. And he very much will try to like post these like like he's trying to be like a hot guy. Right, right, right. And then you see him and he'll like record a video on his like story, his IG story, right. fully looking like a child yeah 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 (laughs) and I love it and honestly that kind of energy that kind of like a that that innocent energy comes over in the show and it's because all of these actors are very young Pooh and is by far the youngest um so if you're concerned about age definitely it is something to keep in mind that Pooh and was 17 when this was filmed but I will say there I don't feel like there was anything over the top or inappropriate for their ages like they're not in terms of plot no but like if you as a viewer real time yeah but if you as almost. a viewer feel uncomfortable watching a 17 year old boy <laughs> in these situations like that's something you should know going into it there are some people like that but no it is a very innocent like sweet right. series um and yeah that sort of like kid energy comes through but at the same time it's not annoying no yeah I thought that he played it who is so interesting to me because I never th- 
thought he was childish and I never thought he like overacted anything. I felt like he appropriately played the character really well. And it was, it was fun to watch because he like, you definitely believe that like he's feeling these feelings and, and working through these things For me, it was less about the feelings and the working through and all of that business. Like, please, child, you are 17. Um, For me, it was way less about that. And it was like what I loved about this show is how ridiculous it was. There were so many scenes and so much setups that were just like, gosh, it was like it was funny. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. I think one of my favorite just like oh, children, moment was when he is highly upset because his mom has found out that he's gay. Yeah. And to be fair to his mom, like, she didn't say anything mean to him. Like, she didn't, like, she... Yeah, he totally assumes. He totally just, like, he gets in his own head about it is what's happened. And he freaks out. And this poor woman is, like, she has not done anything to warrant this reaction from him. But he literally, like, runs out the house sobbing. It's raining. (laughs) Like, and he runs into Mork, who at this point we've established has a crush on P, that it's not a love rival thing for Mork on Mork's side. And... He's, like, crying in the rain and, like, hugging work. And it's very cute. But it's also, like, you watch it and you're, like, bro, like, calm down. Like, your mom is cool. She's totally fine. Oh, so cute. Yeah, that's a – I think that's right after one of my favorite scenes after, like, Nan has been, like – so, like, Nan is the boy that P is initially in love with at the beginning of the – like – through most of the show before finally Nan is like, Hey guy, I'm not into you. Not feeling it. Played by mix. And so I think we can all understand why P is like, so starstruck for lack of a better word. Yeah. So, uh, Nan has turned him down slash like not really turned him down almost been like, Hey, I think your feelings are actually misplaced. And like, there's somebody else that really is like, you know, making your heart race. And so then Mork, after that conversation with Nan, Mork comes in and Mork has a conversation with P and they're sitting there. And I loved this uh, analogy where he's like, do you see that flower? Uh, And you think it's pretty. Do you want it or do you want to take care of it? And he uh, uses this analogy where it's like, well, if you, if you love it in such a way that you just want it for yourself, like you're going to pluck it and like keep it for yourself because it's pretty and you just like want to have it, then that like, that's not love. But if you want to like nurture it and take care of it and make sure it's like well kept and, and blooms forever, then that's the kind of love that is real. And he equates that to like how he feels about Nan because he's like, he's a cute boy. I get it. But you don't know Nan and you've kind of admired him from afar based on like because he's like the popular boy. He's like the cheer. I think he's a cheerleader. Well, and he he was nice to pee when no one right. else was nice to pee. Right. And so as somebody Which we find out uh, is because of Mork. Because of Mork. Right. Mork has asked him to go be nice. But he doesn't know this. And as somebody who like 
I know I'm going to shock everyone right now across the whole internet. Uh, as somebody who was not popular in school, uh, was not attractive, uh, did not have uh, potential suitors lining up. I feel him. Like, I have been in that situation where it's like somebody just acts like a decent human being right. towards you and like literally does the bare minimum yeah. in terms of being just like basic human decency and you're just like oh my god right and you're like swooning over them because nobody has ever really like given you that kind of like basic human decency attention before so I get it <laughs> Yeah, my other favorite Nan moment is I think at the end where there's like a little nod to uh, Tale of a Thousand Stars because it's like after Tale of a Thousand Stars had just ended right before Fish Upon the Sky came out and they have like used this. So Fish Upon the Sky they describe in the show is like you're impossible. Like a fish in the sky would be crazy, right? And so uh, Nan does this little reference of like – I does he say like he's still looking for his he think he says he's still looking for his star in the sea so remember i took so backspace yeah i told i told you before we started recording this that i had a bomb to drop on you and i was super excited because i saw that you put it in the notes for us to like record yeah i recently learned some very interesting information. Tell me. Uh, on TikTok, shout out TikTok fam. Um, number one, if you are here from TikTok, you're like my new best friend. I've been having so much fun on TikTok with all of you guys. Uh, so shout out TikTok fam. So yes, it is a fun and maybe GMM kept it in because of Tale of a Thousand Stars. I don't know. Yeah. It's actually not a Tale of a Thousand Stars reference. <gasps> What is it? Um, so jokes on you, fool. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no. Okay. So the sequel novel to Fish Upon the Sky is actually called Star Upon the Ocean. Okay. And it is a nod to the sequel where Nan's character has his own sort of like relationship situation happen. Oh, and so fun. that is what that nod is actually to. Gosh, what a coincidence. That's wild. Although, yeah, I feel like it it works on two levels. And I yeah. think that maybe GMMTV kept it in um, because it does work on two levels. Yeah. Because uh, word on the, on the fan street is that there likely will not be a sequel for Nan. Um, there won't be like a star upon the ocean or sea or whatever yeah. um, sequel because the novel is like, questionable to an extent that it would be hard to adapt <laughs> shocking so um shocking. yeah that's my bomb that's my bomb for this episode <laughs> it is it's actually not a tale of a thousand stars reference which i totally thought it was too so this was like brand new information for me and i was like that's huh so, so interesting what a coincidence how fun that's amazing i really find that so funny another really fun mix moment uh is where nan or where p is trying to convince mork that like he's actually into nan and that he doesn't know what he's talking about and he like trips and falls into him like four and five times i love that moment i love that scene so much one of the most ridiculous tropes in like all of asian dramas it just happened in a chinese one that i was watching where they like fell into each other and like kissed and it happens like time and time again in different scenarios where it's like this never happens the fall kiss is so in funny to me. you see it i think the funniest example of it to me personally is in uh 
Kiss Me Again. Yeah. With uh, Tay and New with Pete right. Cow. Like, that, so, that setup. And so, yes, I love that scene, too, where he's, like, in the cafe and he's brought Nan to the cafe because he knows Mork is there. Yeah. And there's, like, a little bit of a jealousy thing going on, um, like, a purposeful jealousy situation. Um, so... Mork's friend, who's this girl, is like, I'm going to help you. She's like, I'm going to make him jealous. And this is how we're going to like get you guys together. Yeah. Turns out she's a snake. Makes me very sad for Jan because I actually love yeah. her. Yes, um, I loved her in Tan Han. I love her in everything. And yeah. so it makes me sad that she's a snake in this. Not cool. Um, but that being said, she's like, I'm going to help you. Like, we're going to make him jealous. And this is how you guys are going to get together. And so P has actually, like, purposely brought Nan there to be, like, make Mork jealous. Like, the the intention is not immediately clear. It's, like, partially it's, like, no, look, let me show you I'm really into him. But, like, the undertones are, like, well, two can play this game yeah, um, kind of situation. And right. just it's so funny and that's why I say this is a good show it's a good show because it's fun to watch like you are watching him literally trip over his own feet like infomercial style into Nan into mix and number one I feel you number two it's like it's so funny and ridiculous like you I as a BL fan I feel like you can't help but have fun watching it totally and they don't make Nan mean at any point like that's what I kind of really loved about his character was that a lot of times I feel like if a character is liked by another one and he doesn't have the reciprocal feelings they'll make him like mean a little bit and that's like so unnecessary and I felt like he not only wasn't mean but he also like kind of nudged P in the right direction well because Mark is his friend right so like like, known from the yeah. Beginning. So yeah. I another thing that I think I love so much about this show is that and not to date myself, but it is I would say if if she's all that was a Thai BL like yes. this is fish upon the sky. Yeah. Fully. And I love it so very much because it's it's like, you know, the like the pretty girl takes off her glasses and all of a sudden like she's beautiful. Come on, Poon's adorable, even with the braces and the glasses. Let's Which not. Mork says and knows and love, and that's why Mork is wonderful. And that's why they're perfect for each other. No, yeah. but like, so it's you know, it's one of those things where it's like almost hard to believe that it's like okay, you're telling me this kid like had no friends because of his braces and his glasses. Yeah, but yes. I will say. This is where the actors really get to shine. So this is where Poon really gets to shine. Because after the initial shock of like, oh my God, no, he's so cute, is he kind of has this like chip on his shoulder personality, which is what makes you believe that, okay, yeah, I can see why like, like he very much like plays the doormat and plays the like chip on his shoulder, sort of like sad sack, grumpy. And so you're drawn in and you start to believe, okay, yes, I believe this kid wasn't popular and he got bullied and whatever, even though you look at him and as any normal human that has gone through any type of school system, you know, he's way too adorable to like ever be in that situation. Yeah. But the acting brings it around. And so you're like, okay, I believe you. I I can suspend my disbelief for a moment. 
I, the other fun thing about this show is the like use of like brothers. There's so many brother connections. Like the first are the three brothers of uh, P and Dune and their third brother. I forget who. I forget his name. But the I... fun names that came out of that <laughs> whole situation where it turns out like all three of them are gay. And you're like, yes. One of my closest friends in San Francisco, he is one of three brothers and all three of them are gay. And I was like, that is just such a funny dynamic. And they're, they're three very different people, which I feel like is true of these three brothers as well. And so it's fun to see that dynamic between. I the love the memes that came out of it. There so. there's this TikTok trend. That's like, I've never seen three siblings where all of them are straight. And then it's, like the trend is like three siblings and then there's always like a, a, a queer one. And um, it's super funny because people will dub that over like the three, you know, when they have their little slumber party in the room yeah. and they're all like laying on the, on the floor. Yeah. Um, and they'll be like, it's me, it's me, it's me. And it's just so funny. So and there, I, I really like the memes too, where it's like the parents, being like, okay, well, we won't get grandkids from this one. We won't get grandkids from this one because that's like a Thai BL right. thing that was introduced in, like weirdly in Tanhan that like, right. uh, I guess like you need a blood child for like air purposes. Like air, I don't yeah. really know. It's like a more conservative um, thing. I feel like that's true in a lot of places where they want to continue the family name. Like that's a big thing. Right, but you can have kids even. I don't know. Um, the the BLs have not caught up there yet. I guess is um, what we're taking away from this. Right. Um, so I think that's enough of Pond and Pooin. Um, yeah. Pond is of course the actor that plays Mork. Although we did not talk too much about him because Sweet Pooin uh, has yeah. stolen the show. And that is not to say that Pond is not wonderful. Uh, maybe there needs to be a follow up episode to this. But I want to wrap that side of things up because I love Dune and Mean. The the way really? that they change the storytelling for them where they have Dune talking to the narrator is so funny to me. And it's, okay. I think, such a cool way to do a side couple because – And they stylize the – the direct like the direction too like there are two black bars that come up right so and like completely stylize it differently which was yes. so fun and it has its own like episode numbers and episode names yeah, within yep. the story which is Titles, like super yeah. cool I really appreciate it um I really like Dune and Mean I think they're just like God, the weirdest couple. And Neo as an actor, I have loved since yeah. Tanhan. Like, as soon as he pops up on the scene in Tanhan, I'm like, him, him, that's the one. I like him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I was super, super excited to find out he was in this because he has the most chaotic energy. Yeah. But it's not I too love it. much. No, it's like, too much. It is fully too much. Yeah, and that's why I like it. And I felt like Mean really balanced Dune in this because Mean is like very chill and very much like who he is and he isn't going to change because he like likes this boy or is like, you know, in uh, they're, they're becoming friends and like maybe more. And so I, yeah, they're this side couple 
is truly, and in discussions that we had on the Discord that we're a part of, a lot more people really liked the side couple almost more so than the main couple a lot of times. And I would say that's super true for me because y'all, Louie is the sweetest, cutest little nugget. And on our social media, which you should go follow our Instagram, we like to post stories just gushing over the shows that we're watching and these boys and so on and so forth. And I, you know, gushed a few times about Louie in my stories because he's adorable. And he saw them. And I think the first time I told cry. you, because I hadn't watched Fish Upon the Sky yet the first time that this, like, happened. And I was looking at the, like, you know, like, who views your stories as you do. And I saw his name and I was like, wait, isn't that the actor? And I, like, tapped and I had, like, sent you the screenshot and you <sighs> lost it. it I, so like, funny. I can't explain to you why I just, like love this little boy so much he's just like the sweetest and it's of course it's like partly from the character but also I feel like him as an actor he just also has that mean energy where he just like seems like the the sweetest like most genuine human and his like fandom name is alpha jet because he's into like aeronautical sciences and (laughs) That is very cute. It's so interesting for me to hear you talk about him because I I love Neo. So I'm I'm like on the Neo side of this ship, I I guess. Yeah. Because like I said, he has the most chaotic energy and like that is my brand. And so what I see of Louis is like I see him doing like the dances on TikTok and just sort of like he's like the calming energy anytime yeah. the four of them. So the four of them do a lot of press together. Right. And anytime the four of them are doing press, like the other three, there's like you have Neo just being Neo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have Pooin, who's kind of just like a lost golden retriever puppy yeah, at, kind yeah, of at yeah. all times. Totally. In the most adorable grown up way, Pooin, I know you're a grown up. Um, <laughs> and then there's like pond who is like pond is almost like he has this like stoic energy right he's the adult where he's just like okay the 20 year old adult he likes to pretend yeah so i guess louis is the same age as pond and but like their energy is so different in that like yeah i get that sweetness vibe but he's just like very calming and almost like cool like I get cool vibes from him like he's like a cool guy like he like is almost like too cool for you like you probably couldn't talk to him and so it's just so funny to me I love him I really loved his character too because I felt like my one of my favorite scenes of them is when they are in the club after after Dune has kind of decided that he likes this boy like likes likes him and he's like let me take you out I want to like you know have fun with you and whatever with with his like crazy group of friends who are like a whole nother situation but yeah we get a twin we get one of the twins I don't remember if it's AJ or JJ but he's Mm -hmm. there but they they try to like get him to drink and he's like no I'm not into it and he like really tries to force it on him to like I don't really know why it's very silly and so he's like no if you and then they have this like confrontation and it's like just like the way that it happens is like he seems like this sweet silly 
boy that could almost become a pushover, but it turns out he's not. And he like knows who he is. And just like the character of mean is just precious. And then the confession scene where he's like playing, uh, one of the seven doors, seven doors. Right. I mean, truly and this, and this is where our twin, character. this is where our AJ or JJ gets to like, has like achieved his dream of being an actor. I think he's Prince Charming. Which is so like a very Prince. funny addition because actually mostly I am not a huge fan of the friend group in this one. Mm. Um, I, I like to pretend that they're just like not there most of the time. Um, I do think the fact that one of them is nicknamed the Kangnam Opa is like pretty hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. But there, there's like a weird racist moment with the mm. friends that I did not love, and I was it was one yeah. of those scenes where I was like, wait, what did I just watch? Because it like comes out of nowhere, and it's like right. not really essential. Like they could have had the same outcome without being racist. Yeah. Did not love that. That was very puzzling. And so, yeah, not a huge fan of the friend group for that reason and other reasons. Like, I don't know. This, is, were, and this is weird for me because normally I love the friends. Normally that's like my number one thing. They were they were definitely over the top and I felt like uh, they wasted time. I'm like, can we just have more Dune and Mean? Because Yeah, I just want Dune like getting himself into like kerfuffles with little like street seller girls. And, like, yeah, I also <laughs> really loved to bring in the brothers again. I love I love the scene where uh, Dune discovers that Mean and Pawn and Mork are brothers and like <laughs> just. Oh, my chaos. God. I watched a behind the scenes of that. And so, like, if you remember this scene, what happens is Dune has gone over to Mean's house to, like, study. And he, while he's there studying, he sees Mork, who he is, like, has bashed heads with because of P, who is his brother. And P has been like, hey, can you help me get this kid, like, off my back? And also, he's my love rival and, like, all these things. He's, like, told, as you do with your siblings, right? Anybody who has siblings know that it's, like, the story you feed to your siblings is maybe not necessarily exactly what's going on. And so he he thinks he's being a good brother by being like, we're like, we're fighting, right? We're not friends. And he sees him, and like the scene is super funny because he's over the top and he's like, get out of this house. Like, and yeah. Louis, Louis's character, mean, keeps trying to like interject and be like, wait, but wait, but and every time he turns around, he's like, shush. Yeah. Shush, shush. And the shushing. And then finally, like, he's like, if you would have let me explain, like, that's my actual brother, like, that's my P. And the behind the scenes is so funny for this because Pond cannot keep it together. Like, he takes one look at Neo playing this scene, which is like so ridiculous and chaotic. He has to be so stoic. He has to be like, like, mean, like, mad, like, whatever. And Pond is just having the hardest time getting through this scene because Neo is so funny. It, I love it. I yeah. lo- I love that scene so much. The, those two just have some of the best scenes. I think one of my favorite scenes with them and potentially what what I would say one of my top three scenes in the whole show mm-hmm. is the misunderstanding about the water bottle. <laughs> Because it's 
absolutely ridiculous. Like this is honestly, this is like straight out of like, you know, shows that air at 6 p.m. in the States on like yeah. on like CBS or something. It's right. like straight out of a sitcom. Right. In that he so Neo Dune has borrowed a water bottle from Mean and he like forgets to give it back or whatever and it's like hanging on his oh no he hasn't borrowed it he's given Mean a ride home and like the water bottle is like hanging on his Vespa (laughs) handlebars and Neo uh so yeah he runs it there's this like street seller girl who's like don't you want to buy some I don't know she's She's selling like a bunch of different things and he's like, no, no, no. And she's like, well, and she gives him this like sob story. And he's like, I'm he's like, I'm sorry, don't cry. And he's like, he's like, here, take this water bottle Um, because her sob story is like she's poor and she doesn't have like cool things like her friends. And he's like, here, here, take this water bottle (laughs) because he's like, I don't know where this came from. Yeah. And he gets back and Mina's like, hey, where's my water bottle? Like, I think the next day in school or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, I don't know. I like gave it to a street seller. And Mina's like. Oh, but my mom gave it to me before she went. And what happens in Dune's brain is his mom's dead. Yeah. Like, this is what has happened in Dune's brain is like, oh my God, I gave away this water bottle that his yeah. mom gave him before she died. And Dune is like losing it. And he's like, he gets one of his friends to come with him. He's like, you have to help me find the street seller girl so that I can get this water bottle. And he's like, it's a whole, he's like, I need this water bottle. So they find the street seller girl and there's like a little kerfuffle goes down and the water bottle ends up in the river, which is apparently not a very clean river. Um, And he has to like, he jumps into the river to get this water bottle back And he, like, gets the water bottle and he drives it over to Mean's house. And he's like, I got your water bottle. And he, like, smells bad because the river was gross. Right. And he's like, I got your water bottle back. And Mean is like, oh, thank you. And then his mom walks up. The mom who is previously assumed to have been dead. And the look on Neo's face, the, the character's face. So the look on his face, the look on Dune's face is like, like he's just flabbergasted that the mom is alive and he fully is like i thought your mom was dead and mean is like who told you my mom was dead (laughs) it's like one of those moments and then they have like a cute like playing in the like like the hose water scene um but that is the funniest miscommunication i i love it i love that setup so much it's absolutely ridiculous it's so cute i would love to just see a whole uh dune mean series oh like, my god nobody could get through it it would be uh, so insane like you i so yeah good. i don't know they yeah those those two are ridiculous the especially chaos. neo send them on a trip like i want to see them do like a trip somewhere and get oh my lost god. in the they woods. should send they should send the four of them okay first of all oh god. i have to, i have two propositions i have two suggestions oh, gmm tv if you're listening uh, listen <laughs> to us listening. um okay proposition number 1 remember that off gun fun night when they took tainu camping oh god i need this but like off gun is not allowed to be there they're too adult right. like they'll keep them in line off yeah. will be like 
awful keep the children in line. And I, that's not the energy I'm looking no. for here. I want them to send the four of them. So Pon, Poon, Neo, and Louie. Yeah. Into the wilderness. Just like, they're like, go camping. Oh Number one. That's my, that's my first suggestion. Oh. My second suggestion is... Remember that trip that Wabi Sabi and Ricky Thailand did to promote End of Love when they like go to a beach resort yeah. and they do and like a, a series park. of things. There's like there's a water park, there's yeah. a beach day, there's a night market, like right. fiasco where they have to do this like scavenger hunt at the night market. Give me that, but those four, and then the moderate. So the moderators for the Wabi Sabi one. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. The moderators for the Wabi Sabi one is like it's like Earth and Yacht and Sammy. Right. For this, for this, I want the moderators to be Mike Top Tap. Imagine the chaos. Imagine the chaos. I'm I'm so here for it. Uh, Please, GMMTV, send send yeah. the the futs for. <laughs> Yeah. And but Mike popped up to, to a night oh. market to do a scavenger hunt. Please. We need to start a FUTS 4 Prayer circle campaign. Like. <laughs> FUTS 4 for reality TV. Like, come on. Just yeah. let it, just put just put them in front of a camera. They don't need a script. They don't need anything. Because like you mentioned the TikTok videos earlier and the TikTok video where it's the four of them dancing and Mean's pretty good at it or Louis is Louis pretty good at it and then and then Neo's behind him and I don't he barely touches him and Neo hits the ground. <laughs> You're like, so hard. So he dramatic. wipes out. I mean, Louis <laughs> just like backs up and I don't know if maybe his foot got caught under like Something. in a weird, <laughs> but he. And God, we have to find that video and maybe put it in the the comments or something. I'll try to remember if you're listening yeah. to this. Because in That's classic so them fashion, Pond it gives up almost immediately and just like walks away. Yeah. And and Pooin is like like is like funny about it. He like makes some funny faces or whatever. Right. And Louis is taking it very seriously. He's so um, good at it. And he's very good at it. And then you just have Neo in the back being chaotic. And Louis is doing the moves and he backs up and just out of nowhere, like it's almost like a cartoon. Neo smacks down on the ground. Oh my God. Oh, so funny. Um, To wrap this episode up, I just want to shout out the theme song is sung by Louis and there's a super cute music video that you should watch and go view it as many times as possible because Louie deserves all the love and attention because he's so stinking cute. It's and a very adorable video. It features the balloons. So fun. Uh, if that's like one of your favorite scenes, you get it. So cute. Thanks again for joining us for series Sundays. We'll see you next time on let's talk BL. <laughs>